changed the settings on my laptop uh-huh. um, to do something fancy, and now I can't open two windows at once. So I don't know what I did. Well, you have a Mac, so my Mac brain like closed probably like 25 years ago. It's <laughs> been that. I used to be a Mac person. I had a Mac laptops, Mac. I had like the original, like whatever, you know, the one with like where you carried it by the handle. Mm-hmm. Blue, like crystal blue clamshell thing, like the iMac, iLaptop, whatever. Um, I was always a Mac person. I just grew up that way. I mean, I grew up in the Bay Area. So, like, literally, Apple was discovered in my backyard. You know, not my backyard, right. but like, like a few neighborhoods over. Um, and so, and so that's just what we, what we had. But then, like, at some point, I had to shift into, um pcs probably for the work world like after i finished college Uh like probably for the work world and then i like went back into the school world i kept it for my personal use like when i was in um law school the first time because i had to do a start i stopped and then i restarted but whatever the first time i used it um Mm -hmm. and that was a long time ago and stuff and then i've like went back into like the professional working world and like all I ever used were PCs. And then like I got a Mac, like MacBook, God, it was like a MacBook 17 or something. So it's like technically a laptop, but it was so big. I'm not like using it as a laptop, (laughs) but I had it like probably like 10 years ago. Um, so I, I had remembered how to use it and then it like disappeared. I, I'm sure mm. if like that was all I had to use, then then yeah, I'll, I'd figure it out again. But I've just, I use, you know, PCs with everything else right now. So I, I just figured it out. Oh, you did? Okay. So if anybody wants to know, you go to your top right, there's a little line thingy looking thing next to your Wi-Fi button and you hit stage manager, whatever the hell that means. Mm-hmm. yeah it was weird i was like i can't open did it upgrade one. to like the new operating system probably yeah. yeah i'm like come on computer i need you i took notes <laughs> i need to see katrina and i need to see my notes at the same time <laughs> I cannot function without seeing katrina's face i know i know right like <clears throat> even though we don't record that part like I mean, or thank God, look at us. It's (laughs) so much easier to have these conversations when we're looking at each other and seeing each other's reactions. It's just like much more normal conversation Mm -hmm. for us. Um, Not that we can't be adaptable and figure it out other ways, but it's just, this is our, this is our preferred way. Yes, it is. Or as I say, I guess, preferable, it's preferable. And apparently I say that funny, that word funny. Who says that? The trolls online or? No, my husband <laughs> tells the me. The troll in your house, I guess. The like, troll in my house. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I guess preferable versus preferable. I say preferable. I say preferable. Yeah, that's. He makes fun of me. Whatever. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. I don't potato. know. But now at this point, he's made fun of me so much. I don't know if I originally said that preferable or preferable. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who knows i don't know i don't think that's even one that's not even one of those things that's like regional dialectic or anything like that you know i don't think like pop is you know or some other like i was told pie instead of pizza yeah you know and just just uh, well you know there's slang and stuff like that but there's dialectic differences so like 
when I, so I was born and raised in California, Northern California. And then I went to college in San Diego and stayed there for a long time. Um, I left California to, I went, I met my now ex-husband, but um, baby Frauded's dad. I had met him in the Midwest. He's from North Carolina, but he was in the Midwest when he and I met up. Um, and, and I went out there and he's with all his like army buddies. Cause he was like doing army training and stuff. And they all told me that I had a California accent. Now, hmm. this was the first time I'd ever heard this term before. Now, I mean, granted, I just told you I had just spent my entire life at that point up to up to that point in California. So, like, why would it, you know, be any different? I had done some traveling. I worked at a summer camp in um, Pennsylvania um, and I worked with people from all over the country and all over the world, actually. So it's not like I was like sheltered when it came to this kind of stuff. But this is the first time I'd ever heard California accent. And when I went to go look it out, up and I have since heard it more often, I've heard it from other people. And I went and looked it up and it's actually a thing. It's a, some some way that California natives or whatever say um, like say our some of our vowel sounds. Yeah. Um, like there's certain, like if you look it up, um, some, and it's some dialectic difference, right? Um, and once I figured out, I learned what it was, then, um, oh God, I thought, okay, here it is. I was like, oh, okay. I feel like California too is like a big melting pot of people that come from everywhere too. Yeah. It's something with our, our front vowels are raised and, things like that like there's a vowel shift there's called a, like a california vowel shift hmm. so it's, it's like the way you know these are people who you know it's like linguistics and and stuff where they're talking about where your tongue in the mouth is and how that's all our you know whatever like all of that stuff like is foreign to me because it's all like science and whatever <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> um it's just not how my brain's wired but yeah so anyway dialectic differences um anyway so um so i had a massage yesterday at my local massage envy new play a new to me place um uh for a long time i had a, a girl that came to my house and stuff and anyway variety of reasons i was going to the massage envy never been to this person before but he it was the only person listed on their app that said deep that did deep tissue and they were available so it's like okay because every time I try to book there they don't have anybody available for deep tissue and that's what I need and blah 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 so I had booked this guy and I went in at like it was like at my lunchtime yesterday so it was like noon I go in I meet this guy and I explained to him what I need and he listens and he's very receptive which is always good um and, and he starts working on me and we're talking <laughs> all this stuff. I don't know how we got onto the subject, but somehow he ended up talking about how he had worked like event security, not like convention center security, but like the event security for, um, wait a minute. I want to make sure I say this right. <laughs> To make sure I get it right. Okay, Anthrocon. Now, if you don't know what Anthrocon is, it is one of the preeminent furry conventions held in Pittsburgh. 
and um, it's gone on for years. And the only reason why I even recognized the name of it, Anthrocon, um, was because I saw a documentary on it. There's a documentary out there, and we covered it on the Patreon eight million years ago during the pandemic. I think <laughs> we were just watching everything we could on TV. It's some furry, um, yeah. There's a there's a there's a furry documentary out there that talks about Anthrocon. So that's the only reason why I even know what Anthrocon is. Or it was covered on like the furries episode that Lisa Ling did on Lisa Ling's America or whatever. So he so he's telling me a story about how he was working security at this con, and I was like, oh, what con? Just because I was asking, because I was curious, because whatever. And he says, Anthrocon. I was like, oh, isn't that the furry convention? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Da, 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 da. I'm like, hey, hey, everybody, you do you, boo. Right, like, right, I don't, right, right. Like, I don't, you know, I don't judge. I don't judge anything, you know. And I mean, we went on with, he went on with the, the point of what the story was or whatever. But um, yeah, so you don't work security at these, like as event security, unless you are in with the management folks, which you're, only in with those management folks if you've been going to the convention for a long time, right? And I'm not talking, like I said, I'm not talking about like convention center security that are like the management company or whatever, the building mm -hmm. that it's in. I'm talking about the event has their own security people that do certain things and they're all volunteers and things like that. So they're all, but they're all, you're, you're people that have been involved in the convention. So he is, so it turns out, looks like my, my new massage therapist is a furry. Um, and I also know he's a heterosexual cis white man. Um, he's married. Um, I am, didn't they say that a lot of them are males and like I looked up the statistics the of the yeah they said like something between like seventy and eighty percent of the people that participate in that stuff are males, which I was actually surprised. I thought it would be more equal. Really? No, yeah. I feel like no, because I feel like it's a very like fantasy oriented thing you know i think so oh, i don't know so we were talking about one of the things we were talking about was crime at these types types of things and and how like crime at that one like violent crime isn't necessarily what the big risk is like sexual assault and you know being roofied and things like that those are much more of common concerns amongst this particular convention set but like violent violent acts against each other generally are not um but that somehow that was what I don't know part of what the conversation was I don't know but mm -hmm. I have another um, appointment with scheduled with him I rebooked with him because he did a fantastic job on the spots that I needed and how I loved his technique so I'm going to go back to him um and which reminds me I need your referral for massage envy so yeah <laughs> get my my maybe uh, i'll go to him and i'll drop kai off <laughs> yeah exactly right we'll I'm like here can you just babysit for a minute yeah i mean literally like you could literally walk there i mean i don't oh, nice i don't but you could <laughs> i have before i have before because mm -hmm. it's not even like a mile like a half mile it's literally like yeah anyway um and across the street is where I get my chiropractor work done. So mm -hmm. I next time I schedule them both for the same day. So I could have my big massage and then go across the street and have my big Russian manhandle me. Nice. And then nice. and then I will also get scheduled with you like next week, get on mm -hmm. your books next week 
because I think you're going to be starting to take patients mm-hmm. next week. And I'm so very excited. I'm going to put um, blast it on social media. As soon as you got uh, anybody wants to schedule, I will put it. You guys take my insurance, which is even, even better. Um, I would have been willing to pay, you know, whatever, but um, pay cash for it, but you guys take my insurance. And that is really fantastic. I love, love, love how insurance companies have been doing acupuncture, covering acupuncture for, as long as they have mm-hmm. um and that you know i have a i have a love hate thing with the insurance company well i bet you do as a provider <laughs> yeah right <laughs> because of course like i want acupuncture to reach as many people as possible and mm-hmm. those that can't afford to pay out of pocket it's great i'm glad people can get treatment on the other hand just like any other condition uh insurance companies don't want to reimburse and it's just a hassle but at the end of the day if people are getting treatment and it's covered i am so happy yeah. that People are getting better. That's all that matters. Yeah. Between my massage, between massage, chiropractic, and acupuncture, like all of those on a regular basis, like that is what keeps me physically in the shape that I need to be in. Yeah. Like that's the best. And I have, I've been without the acupuncture. Mm-hmm. Um, just a few times I've been able to have to go over there to have you treat me, but um, not like on a regular basis. Right. And I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Um. I used to long time ago, get it on a regular basis, but yeah, it's so good for someone like me who has just so many random ailments because of the MS and like this day, my, you know, the lack of circulation, in my toes particularly bothers me, you know, maybe, you know, or right. whatever, you know, whatever you, things, different things will show up at different times. Right. Right. And you just treat all of it and you know, all of it is, is so great. Um, and different modalities and stuff too, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, so all of that is just so very exciting to me. Um, so <laughs> I'm very excited that you're getting me your, too. You're starting to see, you're going to start to see patients. Do you know who but, I want to massage me? J- J- Captain Jason. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, um, we got an extra wet, extra wet Wednesday again. Yes, we do. Bravo has started off with the uh, double ep- double deck or episodes of Below Deck um, Down Under, and we will be right back with um, our recap of both of those. Hey, Fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. 
And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. And we're back. Okay. All right. So we are talking about season two, episode two, Floating Circus. Previously, we see obviously the crew meeting each other for the first time or not the first time reunion, you know, having a reunion. Um, we know that there are short two crew members, so we're still waiting for those crew members to come. And at the very end of the episode, we see the obnoxious guests deciding to go swimming against Captain Jason and everyone's orders. And, and by obnoxious, we... you mean the one that was all like initially on her preference sheet, no, no alcohol, and then shows up and I want she says I want all the alcohol. And then she says, Yes, she, well, she needs she... to drink all the alcohol and get snitty and bitchy with all her friends while she's super drunk all day. Yep. That yep. guest jumped overboard. Say it ain't so. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have seen that one coming. <laughs> she, I wanted to throw her overboard many a times. Mm-hmm. Well, we see the guest. Now we're starting the episode. We see the guest talking to the captain, and they, they, they come to an agreement and understanding because Captain Jason is a pretty nice guy. Yeah. But then they ask him for more champagne, and he was like, "No, you're done. You're done. Go to bed. <laughs> oh, well, just one more glass of champs. No, you're done. Go to bed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh um so speaking of the crazy charter guests later on she talks to um asia and she's like i want champagne in my room at 5 15 a.m and asia was like i'm not up that early so so and i'm like this guest needs to just stop drinking because so, okay so you know how you asked me last time if i had opinion about her. i knew you were gonna bring that up yep yeah. Um, so I, I had to see more of her behavior and I think that she probably does have an alcohol problem. And this is why I say that not that like wanting a bottle of champagne there when you wake up is, you know, on a, you know, when you're on a three day charter, if you, as long as you're not doing that every day, like nobody cares, like it's right. fine. <laughs> That's not problematic. It's when you're doing it all the time. And when that becomes a regular type of behavior for you, that there's a problem, right? Right. She asks for this in a way that is laughing like, um, oh, I'm on a charter boat, you know, a charter, I mean, a yacht, I'm on, I can, I can do this. Like it's excused, like drinking in the airport is, you know, at 7 a.m. and things like that. You know, it's an excuse. Nobody's going to care. Right. But it's clearly something she's done before. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just and saying she was like, her- don't let my glass get empty. Like, I'm like, who are you talking to like this? Who do you right. think well, you're she's talking to like this? Super drunk. So right. she's exactly. in an environment where she can, she thinks she can just be, oh, I can drink all the things and be all this demanding and stuff because we're on this yacht. And no, like, do you see anybody else acting that way about alcohol and just to each other? No, you're the no. only one. So that tells me she is beyond the her capability of acting normal in public because we all have it we all have it right. we, we all have a, 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 an amount we can drink in which we can stay acting normal in public and be okay be acceptable behavior and then we cross a line where we're, it's not acceptable behavior mm-hmm. she's clearly crossed that line and nobody else really has even yeah. for yacht and, and if we're talking wherever that line may be for yacht behavior i mean that line because <laughs> it's a three-day yacht like freaking drink all you want you know right you know as long as you're i, not I doing that, really hope that she i hope she watches it back and is able to be like oh holy shit like 
okay, I acted not so great. Maybe I do need to address my issues because she's not a nice person when she's drinking at all. Well, I don't know. I mean, like... I would be thoroughly embarrassed if I watched myself back like that. I'd be like, nope, never touching alcohol again. But she <laughs> she seems like the type of person who, and this may be because of the alcohol, but it's hard to tell if it's alcohol or if this is just her personality that she likes to blame other people for, you know, because you saw another scene where she, don't shush me, don't shush me. And it's yeah. all about what that person did to her, right? You're shushing me, don't, you're disrespecting me. She's doing the whole bit, right? Right. And and the other girl was like, we're, we're just trying to go one at a time, you know, whatever. And, you know, don't shush me, you're disrespecting me. And then the other time when the girl was trying to tell her she had something on her face and put her finger, she's like, don't do this to me. Like, yeah, how was that yeah. doing something? You're starting to drama or something. I'm like, wait, what's how, happening? How, how, how are they doing something to you all the time? So she yeah. seems to me like the type of person who's going to go back and watch it and be like, okay so maybe i didn't need to react that badly but she did she did something to me she won't take ownership you won't see it as her behavior caused by drinking or her behavior at all as being an issue she'll see oh they did this to me maybe i overreacted but i don't even think we'll get we get that from her but in any case she seems because whose friend was she because it seemed like nobody wanted to claim her except for the (laughs) one big like drunk gay guy who was like who went swimming with her and he was, like, he was in her bed too right didn't they share he was the like room? the most taller the most like her he was most at matching her energy right. as far as and he was drinking and he was nice for the most yeah, part but he was matching her energy drinking right. wise. and so they were like buddies but even he was getting sick of her at the end yeah. but like who whose friend was she like they were i should get on the reddit and figure it out i'm sure yeah. there are people are already like oh here's her age sex location yeah. <laughs> uh geographic i don't even know uh, did you know they are on reddit but whatever all right carry on well, carry on then we see um margo arriving who is the new stew and we learn that she's from wisconsin and she previously worked for amazon and her experience has been that she's worked on yachts for like six months so she's fairly new to the yachting world uh <laughs> then i then we see crystal starting fights with the guests again which is common i think i'll write that many times throughout this whole thing <laughs> um we see Ka- luke messing up and captain saying he's wondering if luke is a good person for the role and i think that's when the ladder went missing in the in the i guess they dropped it in the middle of the ocean yeah they didn't they didn't take it in when they just were taking off and so they went cruising through the ocean with it attached and it didn't stay attached she gone she's <laughs> in the coral reef sacrifice to the reefs the way that woman's diamond earrings were yeah i don't know about you all wearing expensive jewelry when they're diving I in the fucking ocean no do you know what i keep waiting to see her in a row I keep waiting to see, you know, they, they keep doing the camera angle, like where they put the camera right below the water. You mm-hmm. see the boat and they they drop the camera below the water. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for great right sharks in, in Australia. I'm like, where are the sharks at? <laughs> we, can, we can combine Shark Week with Below what? Deck Down Under and we'll have a <laughs> great collaboration. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> the guests are eating at a Moulin Rouge themed dinner and everyone is dressed up looking spectacular. Captain Jason is eating dinner with them. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, here we go. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. But it went pretty nothing. well. Right. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Crazy. <laughs> um, Zarina says she strives to be a perfectionist. 
And the food that she sent out to the guests didn't look spectacular. And Captain Jason said it looked a little messy. But it is her first charter guest on that tiny, tiny little galley. Yeah, she's still figuring her shit out. Like right. how, to, how to work best with the space and, and all of that, I think. Right. So her food ended up looking pretty good by the end. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. It looks like it tasted good. Like, uh, mm-hmm. she she looks good. I love her so far. Yeah, me too. She's her attitude. Well, then we see Laura, who I still can't figure out Laura. I don't know if I like her or not. She Okay, she's high maintenance in a way that drives me nuts because, so when they were talking about the can-can stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, So she's like, oh, is it easier? Yeah, let's do can-can. Oh, we don't have a can-can dress. Okay, well, we'll make do, right? Which we see later that they do. They're all wearing these whatever tutus and stuff. She says that if she doesn't have a can-can dress, proper can-can dress, she can't do, she can't dance. <laughs> and apparently she was serious because Aisha went and got her, you know, provisioned her a real can-can dress so she could come and do the can-can. So she was wearing her little tutu thing, which would have been fine, yeah. but she had to have the actual proper can-can dress and shows all of that. So she did it. To Aisha's credit, she just, they, at least, well, maybe they, it didn't, didn't show it, but she didn't like argue with her about it. She was like, okay, fine. I'll just get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Caused, didn't cause the drama. She's like, it'll be easier to just get it. She gets the can-can dress. She does the can-can. And of course, but she took like 30 minutes getting ready with a dress on. And I'm just like, these guests are drunk. They're not going to remember how your eyeliner and mascara look. Well, I don't yeah. think they're going to care. So we had the two, 20 minutes of her supposedly just changing the other day, the other, you know, Mm-hmm. whatever the previous day and now we have her half an hour getting you know demanding this can can dress and taking half an hour to get dressed and then we have that her getting ready to go out taking an hour and a half while everybody else takes like 20 minutes yeah and she didn't look like she took an hour and a half like like she looked as good as everyone else uh, yeah Mor- morgan no uh, margo <laughs> morgan margo <laughs> who mm-hmm. took like 10 minutes you know yeah yep. um, anyway high maintenance well the guests request to be woken up by handsome yacht men so my favorite part of this episode was when um asia asked captain jason to go wake up the guests with a rose in his mouth and a little like zorro looking mask thingy on and hand feeding the one of the primary charters food in bed and i was like this is the life like I get hand fed bacon by Captain Jason wearing shorts and he wasn't wearing a shirt, right? Like he just... No, he had a shirt on. He had a oh, shirt he did. on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Trust me, I was looking. <laughs> Whatever. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter, apparently. Um, yeah, you know, like that would not be so bad. You know, bring me my coffee and some bacon and I'm a happy camper. Like <laughs> uh, oh man. Whew. I'm all hot and bothered over here. Anyway, I knew you would be. I knew you would be. Charlie's like nudging me, and I'm like, get off me, Charlie. A lot of uh, hot Jason tonight. Mm -hmm. Captain Hot Pants tonight. Well, we see the breakfast um, that Serena cooked, and it looked really good. There was many quail eggs, many pancakes. Looked like she had a really nice spread. I love looking at the food that all the different yacht chefs prepare. Yeah, it's it's always fascinating to see how many ways can you do breakfast. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how so like Rachel always had her like signature French toast or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that became a thing, which I'm dying to eat. 
um, you know, and other people have done different things, you know, um, different kinds of eggs benedict or this or that or the other thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it is, and it, it, it's interesting. It looks like her neuroses is going to be her perfectionism. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, all chefs are going to have a neuroses and it looks like hers is perfectionism. So um, that will play out interesting. <laughs> it it will. Like, settle down. Things are fine. Things are, you know, deck was a little overcooked. Everything else is great. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, then we see drunk crystal yelling at her friend saying she's like Beyonce. And then her friend is like, why are you drinking out of the bottle? That's not classy. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't, I can't with this woman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I put, why did they do Captain Jason dirty this season with this boat? Because it's like the rookie deckhand team, uh-huh. Captain Jason trying to dock the boat with when the there's yard. no way to see anything. You can't see, he's like going in blinded. He can't he, be outside to do it the way he normally does. He's got one propeller. He's got a fucking goat rodeo happening on the deck while he's with this <laughs> fucking deck crew trying to get straight. <laughs> you I might as well just blindfold yourself and like back in, you know? Like. I know, right? It's like how people drive in DC. They're blindfolded. Right? I, I, well, you would know. You got hit by one of them, but are you? Maryland. Anyway. Maryland driver. A Maryland driver. <laughs> Maryland plates. Maryland driver's license. Mm-hmm. Lived in Silver Spring. <laughs> oh, my neighbor growing up. Yeah. Probably yeah so don't be talking to me about <laughs> maryland drivers <laughs> okay anyway yep but like do you think that they did this for ratings just to see the struggle being real or do you think that this was a budget issue i mean there have to be yachts out there that they could have put them on yeah i don't know this. um you know this production team is clearly not the same as the below deck sailing yacht team you can tell just by the way the episodes are put together you don't have like the same camera angles and camera shots trolling the the cast the way you know it, it's clearly very different but um I, I wonder what the story is behind this fucking boat because it doesn't look like a super yacht and it looks like a, Oh, like some aspects of it look nice. Oh, that dining room looked great. Right. But well, but later on, the one guest comes on. He says it looks like the Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> I was like dying. Off. And he's like the interior designer or whatever. So he knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, then the, the next trucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. So then after they safely get the boat docked, the guest finally leave it. I think I literally clapped to myself. <laughs> I was so happy. The crew probably did too. Yeah. The tip meeting, they left 17,500 US dollars, which is better than I thought based on their behavior and how annoying they were. It's always hard to tell, but ignorant motherfuckers. Sorry. Actually, the one was really nice. Well, there was a couple that were nice and quiet. Well, they just didn't get hammer time, but it's neither here nor there. So we're in the tip meeting and Captain Jason gave the helmet award to Luke since he's the leader. Obviously, he's the bosun, leader of the deckhands, and he, his crew lost the ladder. And he took it in stride, unlike last season when a couple of the people like lost their shit when he, Captain tried to give them the helmet. I'm like, it's just a joke. Like, calm down. It's not that Did they lose their shit over it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not wearing that. No. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Mm-hmm. Not an echo. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was cute to see um, Asia calling her boyfriend. They're so in love. It's so cute. They're cute. Yeah. And talking about how they are leaving their converted ambulance to buy a house so that the money was going to be put towards that and they won't have to poop in buckets anymore. <laughs> you said poop. <laughs> I did say poop. <laughs> poop in buckets. It's I like Asia. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. All right. So then we see Laura in the shower for a long time. We already talked about that. How the rest of the crew like finally gets all dressed and they're all waiting and they're like showing the timer in the bottom one hour since uh, since starting to get ready. Took her an hour and a half while everybody else was done in like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was just like kind of rude to not let That's her roommate what's annoying shower. to me about her. It's not necessarily that she's high maintenance. It's that her high maintenance selfishness is affects rest of the team and she doesn't seem to have any self-awareness of any of that it's like one thing to know your high maintenance and be like okay i need to take you know i need to start earlier or you know i need to you know whatever um but she has no self-awareness she's just like it takes me what it takes me whatever and i don't care Mm -hmm. and she doesn't seem to have awareness that it bothers her that it's you know it's rude everybody else but maybe maybe that'll change we're only like to, this is their first night out so yeah you know. well then they finally get in the van and Asia made a joke about like your labia hanging out and tell me why Harry didn't know what a labia was am I that ignorant to think that like I would assume that men would know at least yeah that am if I wrong you sex I mean, you should know what a labia is I would think so right I right. mean that's common like, knowledge I don't expect you to like maybe like i would hope you know where the clitoris is but i would like you to at least know that we have one right not knowing the labia are a thing that exists is problematic to me not being (laughs) able to locate my g-spot when we're drunk boning at three in the morning different different scenario yeah just not knowing that i even have labia or is a body part that you have like that's a little problematic to me yes (laughs) so maybe like you said, and somebody else didn't somebody else on the show say it too? I don't know. Wondering if he's gay. I don't. I mean, that crossed my mind. I'm like, is he? I don't know. Maybe he really just is a, you know, nice. I don't want to say ignorant, but you know, just like you naive. Know, naive. naive, naive. That's the word. Thank you, naive. Maybe. Maybe. Well, tequila starts coming out, so I'm like, this should be a good night. Everyone's dancing and. Luke comes in and picks up Margo on the dance floor after Harry and Margo were flirting. So, of course, I feel like Luke is like the Gary of this season. A he little bit, to, yeah. He kind of is cocky. He is clingy. I saw a lot of clinginess, a lot of just weird vibes. But she has said that she likes confidence. Yes. She's not necessarily getting that from, what's his name? Baldur. He did kiss her. He did pull that. Oh, let me get your eyelash. Your eyes are closed. While her eyes were closed, she he bent in to kiss her. Like he yeah, Luke, done. He did, but that's if it confidence. No, it's not com- to me. It's not confidence. It's kind of cowardice because you had her close her eyes. If you were really confident, you would need just, to have somebody close their eyes. Yeah, to kiss them. I thought that was kind of weird. I would have been like, I probably would have slapped him actually. 
Like, yeah, and she was like, I don't, uh, she kind of pushed him away, but then she's like, I kind of have a crush on him. But then you see her later, like, oh, let's have coffee. And then Luke comes down or whatever his name is. He comes down and was like, oh, well, I need to get coffee. She's like, oh, me too. Acting like she hadn't had coffee already before. I was like, <laughs> she's going to play them both and see who she's she going to be best. the Daisy. We've got Daisy and we've got Gary version <laughs> 2.0. I feel like she's going to like see who she likes best over yeah. the next two days. And well, she says she, she says she likes show. assholes. So I think she's going to go for Luke. Yeah. And he's more confident and whatever. Yeah. So, well, that ends that episode and we move on into season two, episode three, ice, ice, maybe. So <laughs> after Luke wanted ice and everything. Yes. After Luke kisses her, she pushes him away. And then she tells everyone I have a crush on him, but I just wasn't expecting it. I mean, it's night one. It's crew night one yeah. going out. So like a lot. Yeah. Well, but you don't then, hook up with crew on the first night, Gary. Right. Gary. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I love it. I love it. Every time. Uh, Luke and Margo are kissing outside of the boat, though, while he's wearing his super shiny helmet on their way back to the boat. Mm-hmm. And he's like following around like a puppy dog, trying to make out with her everywhere. And he's like, "Let's go to the hot tub." There's no water in the hot tub, so I mean, like, I don't know what he's trying to do. I'm like, what is this? I don't know. Super awkward. But they end up going their separate ways to bed eventually. So there was no further hooking up for the two of them. And the next day, Luke starts walking around and he's nitpicking the boat, but he's doing it in a way that makes him sound like an asshole. I feel like he's not being like a leader. He's just being a douche. And Harry kind of mentions to him, hey, I, I had a crush on Margo or whatever. I feel like I'm kind of feeling her out. And Luke was like, yeah, man, well, let's see what happens. Let's see who she chooses. And then in his interview, he was like, he has no chance. Nice guys always finish last. And I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. I don't like him and I don't like Adam. I don't know. You're muted. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a total coughing fit over here. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, you know, like when it like one of those really bad ones where you pee your pants. <laughs> It just doesn't stop. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. I'm like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> God damn it. This is why I wear period panties, even though I don't put a period. <laughs> anyway, carry on. But you know how many women are listening going, yeah, me too. <laughs> Same. Same. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Right? Ladies? Mm -hmm. am i <laughs> am i right mm -hmm. okay well after that whole uh just douchebaggery in the uh interview room we see that they go into a pre <laughs> preference I knew you were gonna hate him i knew you, you were knew it <laughs> him and adam don't like either one of them so far maybe that'll change but we're in the preference sheet meeting and we learned that jack is an interior designer he wants all drinks chilled with ice 
So this is where Aisha did kind of mess up because later yeah. on we'll see that she didn't put all the drinks on ice. But um, he seems very particular, but whatever. He seems cool too. And then all of a sudden we get the new deckhand finally arriving, who is none other than Culver from last season, who is from Southern Maryland. Okay, yeah. So um, I like I didn't watch the whole season. We've talked about this. I only watched like the last two or you know two episodes. So I've saw him but it was wasn't nearly enough of a picture to you know it was that end wrap up you know where clearly there were some issues but but not bad issues like it was hard to get a read on who he was and if he was we liked him or we didn't like him but when I saw Aisha reacting to him I was like oh okay so it must be a good thing and then Jason like didn't fire him you know right so I was like (laughs) okay I don't know so maybe if you can fill us in on the his backstory yeah so he was really really fun he was a good time on a previous boat that he had been on he was the chief entertainment officer so he was used to engaging with the guests on a higher level than just being a normal deckhand um so he did both he got along with everyone the only from what i remember the only things that they said about him that were i guess sort of negative were that he was kind of starting to like not slack off but just not take it seriously or not okay do like all the work that should be done i guess complacent. yeah you go know, complacent right um but he was never bad i mean he was the nice guy everybody liked him nice guy knows okay. his stuff did he hook so up hopefully we'll see that like, second how was he no okay no no one from what i okay. remember i think he tried to hook up with the guest did he i heard that i think i heard stuff i heard stories about that or i heard them talking Maybe. bits and pieces I can't remember every all the blow decks are blurring together in my brain <laughs> everybody's just on one big yacht in my brain <laughs> you know adam came out when adam was doing the uh what do you call it the anchor watch and the second uh chief officer came in to take over i was like colin oh wait no <laughs> wait that's not colin <laughs> engineer what no <laughs> what's happening where am i oh i'm in australia not anyway. and not on a sailboat right <laughs> a exactly. fishing boat turned not <laughs> i'm on a japanese fishing boat somebody online was saying it was probably used to kill whales and i started crying i was like no that's oh why there's so much space underneath i know that's why i figured i was like oh my god uh, oh well then luke apologizes to margo for kissing for forcing a kiss on her which i thought was nice because i yeah. thought that was really weird um but then again, in his interview, he said she fucking loved it, which gives me creepy yeah. entitlement vibes. I was like, okay, exactly. I'm gonna be careful what I say here, but I was like, yeah, I think we're okay saying it gives us creepy entitlement vibes at this point. You know, we're not saying he's a date raper or anything like that, right? You know, but he's he's a fuck boy. Oh, hundred percent. He's hundred percent a fuck boy, and he gives off fuckboy vibes so you know we'll see what happens mm-hmm. so well i think another highlight of these two episodes was harry walking in on chef in her underwear and he didn't know what to do he was like giggling i'm like look at this little schoolboy. he's so innocent <laughs> harry he's just like standing there like that doesn't know what labia is yeah. i'm like i wonder if he's even had sex before now, I think it was the first episode, though, where Harry and Margot were having a conversation about age. 
and they asked how old somebody else on the boat was and they're like oh he's old he's like 30 it was Luke was yeah like, Luke Harry, are you kidding me yeah <laughs> yeah oh, Harry <laughs> and Young. then he didn't do it maybe a word okay okay I see where this is going okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so we see the guests drinking their wine and asking for ice cubes and Asia's like these guests have Michelin star taste. They want extra ice cubes in their wine, which I laughed about. We sometimes make fun of people in the service industry that like will order things a certain way. Right. And, or like steak well done with like steak sauce. I'm like, if you're, I don't even eat meat, but I'm like, you don't order a steak well done. No. You just don't. No. There's no, and also no. if you have to put steak sauce on it, then. The steak isn't done right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yes. I, Yes um a hundred percent hundred percent so yeah during this whole scene right i mean they put in this preference sheet they wanted ice in all of their drinks right i guess aisha didn't read it didn't take it seriously didn't didn't i don't know, didn't see it i don't know like whatever but she didn't do any of that and then by the time this dinner rolls around um fucking what's her name laura laura thinks she's all that <laughs> um this scene shows it right because she had said she says to aisha like hey should we bring ice out to them too and mm-hmm. she's like aisha's like no we'll wait till they ask for it and it's like they they kind of already they, did in the sheet, and they've been asking for it all at all the meals and whatever thus far on the charter they were and they you know they showed a montage of it like you're drop they're dropping ice right like they'd asked for it already it, it, i think laura was absolutely right to assume that they would have wanted it let's bring it out absolutely and have it there um what was not cool of her was later when it turned out they did want this ice when she goes to aisha and says hey i was right we should have had the ice mm-hmm. they all wanted ice yeah she's like well first of all it was only a couple of them and second of all like well, she didn't don't call me out like right now basically like, fuck you very much i mean she didn't say that second part because she's too nice but i did <laughs> but i did anyway yep and so then we see them putting up the slide of the deck crew adam and uh i'm sorry culver and adam are trying to put the slide together and adam's like go slower and he's like yelling at him and i'm like what is going on why is he being a piece of shit to Culver? Adam or Culver? Adam's yelling at Culver. Yeah. And Culver's like, yeah, this ain't that serious. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, tame down your anger. We're just putting a slide out. Like, <laughs> uh huh. Well, then we see one of the guests losing her diamond swimming. And then, you, like you said, oh, why God. would you wear diamond swimming earrings? Which, what's his name, finds, it, finds at least one of them later on mm-hmm. the, on the, Harry the swim deck so mm-hmm. and then we see adam trying to draw out stuff and try to quiz luke and everyone else in the deck crew about certain things on the boats and i don't even know what he's talking about who has the right of way and oh yeah like, bro, like, rules like, of the rules of the road so to speak when you're out on, right. the, on the water and like all of these things and this is all things you need to know at the various of levels of navigation and captaining and you know, bosonine and all that stuff. You need to know all that stuff. And theoretically, you're supposed to learn while you're on these ships. Like that's, you know, from your higher ups. But yeah, it was very weird and awkward. And it's like, that's wait, was it the bosun? Like doing, like, it was just all of it was very weird. And it was weirdly timed. And 
I was like, and Luke was like, okay. I think he's covering up the. He's like, he's covering the fact that he doesn't know how to be a proper decky. The dude gets seasick and can't even eat on the boat, and he's like, I think he's just trying to project his insecurities on everybody else. Like, yeah. you know, he is covering up that that fact, but. We see Laura saying Aisha's standards should be higher. Again, she says that later on. Mm-hmm. Did you see the one blonde haired guest that I thought it was Ashley Flowers at first, by the way? I was like, oh, it looks like Ashley. It wasn't, but from Crime Junkie, I was like, oh, that blonde haired girl looks like Ashley Flowers. She did but- kind of, but these were just a bunch of rich socialites <laughs> from uh, Sydney. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's do oh so then the captain's eating dinner with the guests and of course they're all hitting on him duh oh my god i know does he like i mean at some point i mean they all do this stuff of being objectified for the guests entertainment because they want the tips i guess jason's no different you know yeah i mean like it's not it's not quote unquote the real world where like like if I was objectified like that all the time on a regular basis at my place of employment, I'd I'd have lawsuits, (laughs) you know? (sighs) But I'm like thinking into those situations, it's a totally different thing. Like, okay, like chill the fuck out, right? And they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like there's HR on board. So, (laughs) right. And it's not amongst the, well, it is amongst the crew as well, but I mean, like it's the guests and, you know, you can tell them to knock it off, but yeah. 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 I mean, but they don't ever show like an interview of him going, you know, like, you know saying hey yeah you know it gets old or like that's kind of gross or you ever see him complaining about it you know no, he probably likes the attention you know it's nice he looks a little you could tell he gets a little shy you know he's yeah, a little shy Ooh. i'll take you out of your shell captain jason <laughs> um <laughs> i'll get you out of that shy <laughs> shell just you wait <laughs> anywho <laughs> hey i i'm sorry okay so do you need a pair of period panties yeah probably all the drip drip probably well captain hugs Zarina, and at this point i got jealous and she says don't let go and i said i get it girl i wrote down i get it don't let go anyhow okay I feel like it's late at night and it's not. We're recording earlier today and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, but it's earlier in the day. So <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things that Adam was supposed to do the night before on Anchor Watch, he had a list of like four things besides watching the anchor. One of them was cleaning off like the dining, the table that the guests set out, the dining table and the floors right around the table. So it was to detail and clean that, which he did not do. So of course, the guests are sitting there for their breakfast. And one of the guests steps on broken glass that was spilled the night before. And he cut his foot pretty bad. Yeah. Bleeding a little bit. But had Adam cool at all. Right. Had Adam done his job and not just glanced at it and walked by and actually hosed it off and did did all the things, he wouldn't have cut his foot. So I'm like, this guy who comes off so cocky, knows it all, talks Mm -hmm. about right away and yada 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 is the reason that a guest cut his foot on the yeah like boat. because you didn't sweep the fucking floor right. <laughs> like <laughs> isn't that like i don't know boating 101 making sure there's no glass and or anything left over from yeah and he's like i don't know I'm yachting you know <laughs> just experience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're doing hand gestures over here. You can't see them. Obscene hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, so then at the end, that's, oh, sorry. I, I messed up the slide part. I put that in the wrong spot. We see Culver and Adam trying to do the slide. Oh, okay. And that's when Culver says, relax, it's not the Navy. We aren't going to war. When Adam was like freaking out about the damn slide. <laughs> and that kind of ends the episode. So, yeah. 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 So, I mean, lots yet to be seen. We're, you know, only a couple episodes in. And so everybody, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but you know, see how these people play out. I don't think Adam's gonna last the season. No, he's gonna be fired. All. I have a feeling. He just he just can't he doesn't seem to be cutting it like and actually like, I think he's gonna quit I don't think he's gonna be fired I don't think he'll make it to being fired hmm okay. I don't think his I don't think his ego could let him be fired interesting okay okay all right I all right interesting so I mean he leaves the boat in some way that I agree with um I yeah I can't say which I would think it would be but um yeah. And then, and Laura, I don't know how, I don't know that she's going to last the whole season because she's like her constant, like, I know this, I'm better than you is going to kill her. Like she won't be able to do her, like she, it won't be tolerated. She, her constant doing that is going to be the end of her. She's not. I just wonder how she's going to vibe with everyone too. I feel like she went to bed that one, the first night early she took forever to get ready. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people starting to just dislike her mm-hmm. because she's not a team player. Yeah. But she is yeah. all about the guests. I will give her that. She, she seems is, to yeah, be all about the guests. She's good, you know. Solo stew may be the position for her versus yeah. on the team. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I'm excited. Um, so we'll see what's in store. Yep. Can't wait. Yay, yay, yay. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house and they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.